Welcome to the Get Empowered Podcast. This week, we are going to be talking about all things productivity and time management. I know that a lot of people struggle with this. I've had my own struggles with this, so I want to share different tips and tricks I use to help me to manage my time and be productive and efficient. So let's dive in. Welcome to the Get Empowered Podcast. My name is Erica Vishkalis, and I am a mindset mentor, personal development junkie, holistic health advocate, and lover of all things spiritual. At the Get Empowered Podcast, I'm here to help you overcome limitations, step into your power, and create your dream life. I've spent the last several years healing my mind, body, and soul, and have learned so much along the way. From healing trauma to navigating a sober lifestyle and learning how to step into my personal power, it has been transformational. If you're looking to heal, to be inspired, to uplevel your life, and to become the most empowered version of yourself, you've come to the right place. I created this podcast to help you know you are worthy of rewriting your story, to help you navigate your own empowerment journey. You are worthy of living your most authentic, aligned, and inspired life, and I can help you get there. Whether you are diving deep into personal development or just need a weekly pick-me-up, I've got you covered. Thank you so much for pressing play today. I cannot wait to transform together. Let's get empowered. Welcome to the Get Empowered Podcast, your host, Erica here. And this week, I am really excited to talk about productivity, time management, and how I've been able to really create a system that works for me. I know everyone is different. Everyone has different tips and tricks that work for them, but I want to share with you guys what I have found to be helpful and what I am currently loving. So let's dive in today. So what am I grateful for? Gosh, I am so grateful, honestly, for our good friends. I know that I say this a lot, but honestly, I just am really grateful for the community of people I have in my life from my ACOA um, members, from my friends here in Arizona, and honestly, especially for Kyle's friends because they have really taken me in as their own friends too. And I know sometimes that doesn't always happen. And it means a lot to me that um, the people that are important to him have become really important to me as well. And we have a few friends that are moving and I'm a little sentimental about it. I'm so excited for them and for their journey. But of course, we're going to miss them. But also, why not go visit them and have a new reason to go see a new state that I haven't been to before. So I'm really excited for them and for their next adventure. But also I'm just, I'm really grateful for having good people in my life. I know that a lot of times I can talk about only the struggles that maybe I'm currently going through, but I have a lot of amazing people in my life and I'm really, really grateful for them. So I just want to reiterate that fact and I'm very thankful. So that's what I'm grateful for today. It's just the amazing community I have. And then what am I loving? Well, if you do not know this, I would be shocked. But a little PSA for you. I am a basic bitch. I am. I know. I know you're probably like, whoa, who would have thought? Yes, I am. So I am very, very much loving the pumpkin coming back. I love the pumpkin flavor. I got my Starbucks uh, cold brew with the pumpkin cold foam. A hundred percent did. I did get my iced coffee at Dunkin' with a little bit of pumpkin. I don't like the straight pumpkin flavor at Dunkin', but this morning actually I got a couple pumps of pumpkin and a couple pumps of caramel and that shit was fire. It was so good. So 
this basic bitch is loving that summer is almost over, that fall is just around the corner. And of course, I got my first drink the day it released at Starbucks. And I did not care that it was over 100 degrees outside because I'm trying to manifest an amazing fall season. And I'm determined and I'm okay with that. So it is what it fucking is. But I am loving all things fall. And so I saw that Starbucks has a new drink for the fall. And it's like a pumpkin chai. Let me fucking tell you, I always in the fall when I get a chai latte, add a pump of pumpkin. So I'm glad they're making this. I'm excited to get it like their version. I know they're adding like the cold foam to it. I think it's going to be really good. I want to try making like a healthier version at home because of course, I'm not saying it's fucking healthy. I know for a fact shit is terrible for you, but also, you know, live a little and have a life. That's my opinion. That's my two cents that no one asked for. So that's what I'm loving. I'm very basic. And I'll tell you guys, from September to December, like end of December, January, I love that time period. I love the burr months as they call it, the BER, the September, the October, the November, the December. I am one of those girlies where, and I might actually switch it up this year. I might switch it up. I have not decided, but I am a fall girly through and through, and I celebrate fall and autumn, honestly, until Thanksgiving. The day after Thanksgiving, I'm like, put up the fucking tree, put up the decorations. I've considered being a November 1st Christmas girly, but I love fall. I really love fall. And I also keep my Christmas decorations up after Christmas for a couple weeks, to be honest. So yeah, just mentally prepare. I'm sure I'm going to talk about that because I fucking love it and I have no shame. So if you are a fan of pumpkin drinks, here are my recommendations. I always love the Starbucks pumpkin cold brew. Oh my God, it is so good with the pumpkin cold foam or whatever. So good. I have not had the pumpkin chai drink that they officially released, but I pretty much make a version of that every single year and it's always good. So I'm assuming that's going to be good. And then if you're more of a Duncan girly, I haven't tried all of their various pumpkin things. I really haven't. But in years past when I've gotten, because my normal order at Duncan is just a large cold brew or sorry, a large iced coffee, black, no cream, no sugar. And then I add a flavor and okay. Side note, it was the cutest thing. Kyle and I, we go to Duncan more often than we should. I know this probably a couple of times a month, maybe like, I wouldn't say every week we go every week, but typically once a week, I would average it out to once a week we go to Duncan. And there's this kid that works there. He's got to be like, I don't know, 16, 17. And he knows when we're ordering. He knows. He knows our orders. And this morning, Kyle ordered his order. And he's like, is the next one a large iced coffee with no cream and no sugar and, and the mocha flavor? And I was like, oh, my God. Normally, yes. But I'm actually going to try the pumpkin this time. But I appreciate you. And then I tipped him, obviously, because like it was just so adorable. And I love that. I love being a regular, even if it's just a Dunkin' Donuts. Oh, I love it. But anyhow, so I got two pumps of pumpkin and three pumps of caramel and it was fucking so good. So, so good. So what am I loving? I'm loving all things pumpkin. I'm obsessed. That's who I am as a person. No fucking shame. But now let's dive into this week's topic. We are talking all about productivity and time management. And I'll tell you guys, this is something that I didn't even think about talking about because it just comes second nature to me, I guess. I don't know if that's the right word, but I was talking to Kyle because I've been really struggling when it comes to podcast episodes of 
really doing my best to not be repetitive. But to be honest, the things that I'm working on right now are a bit repetitive. So I was like, what can I talk about that is different that I haven't talked about before that is going to bring value to you guys? Because of course that is the goal is to help bring value, um, maybe educate or whatever, educate, entertain, but also just make sure that I'm just not beating the same old drum every fucking week, right? Like I know that I'm in my soft girl era and I am leaning into the divine feminine and nothing is wrong with that. But I also don't want to talk about that every fucking week. So Kyle was like, why don't you talk about productivity and time management? Cause you get a ton of shit done every day. And I was like, huh, I guess I could do that. So that's what we're going to do. And you know, I do think a little tangent before we dive into this, I think often we don't even realize that we have value to give to the world because often it's like these things that come naturally to us. And so we just assume that it comes naturally to other people, but that is not the case. A lot of times our gifts and our talents and our skill sets, we don't even realize how valuable it can be because it comes so second nature to us. Or maybe it's a skill you've cultivated over time, but still it comes second nature to you. So you're like, I don't even think of it as this big special thing but it is something big. It is something special and it does matter. So I just wanted to like, think about that for a minute, because if you guys, maybe you're like, I don't know what value I have to add to the world. Look out what you naturally are just good at. Like we were talking about in the career episode, not that long ago. What are your strengths? Not what you enjoy. What are your strengths? But anywho, side note and productivity and time management for the most part is something I'm relatively good at. I've gotten better over the years. Um, So yeah, so the first tip, I have five tips for you guys today, and I kind of want to keep it brief, but also, you know, share my experience with it. So the first one is going to be prioritizing your tasks. I know, I don't know about y'all, I'll speak for myself, but if I were to write down a to-do list, which I don't, by the way, I don't normally write down a to-do list unless I'm using my Skinny Confidential Planner because I do love that format, but I'll be honest, I don't use it every day. I try to use it more but I don't use it every day. Um, But if I write out every single fucking thing I need to do, I will probably get overwhelmed. And you probably have heard me talk about this before. I'm blanking the name of it. Oh, the power list. And Andy Frisella's power list is basically, okay, write down three things that you're going to get done today. Boom. And so this is a similar topic of prioritize your tasks, figure out what needs to get done versus what would, it would be nice if it got done. So for example, you know, I think it's really important to remember for me, it would be really great if I got this, this, and this done today, but I need to get this, this, and this done today. And so figuring that out for yourself is very important and it will help you be more productive. I also think that it helps you because once you see yourself get one thing done that really needed to get done, it kind of creates a snowball effect and it helps you get more things done. Okay. But then on the other hand, if you get the big thing done, if you then maybe don't do as many things the rest of the day, you still accomplish that big task that needed to be done. And so I think it's better for you mentally because you still feel accomplished in my experience and in my opinion versus if I, I'm a bit of a procrastinator at times when I don't want to do things or when I'm like a little nervous about it or stressed or overwhelmed. Right. So I sometimes put off the big things because I'm scared to do them and it makes no sense. I know that that's like my own shit coming up, but just 
that's how I process. So when I write down what needs to get done and I just bite the bullet and I do that first, I then feel way more productive throughout the rest of the day. And it kind of creates a snowball effect for me to then go do more and more and more. Or then I get my like two smaller tasks done, but I feel accomplished because I got the big thing done. That's like the load off my chest. So for example, maybe it's, I really fucking need to get groceries today. I need to get groceries and I need to do the dishes and I need to do this, 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 and this. Well, what is the big thing that is going to make the most impact? Do that first. Now, the second tip is be realistic. And I'm going to put myself on blast right now, y'all, but be realistic with how long things take to get done and how much time you actually have to accomplish these things. So I am someone who is known for being late. I am a late human. I don't try to be, but it's, it's who I am. And I think a big part of that is it's never intentional. And I know this might be triggering for some people because I know a lot of people absolutely hate those who are late. And I understand, I get it. I really, really do because I don't try to be late. You know, I really try to be on time. Usually when I am late, it's because I thought I could do something faster than what I could actually do it. Or I thought I could get somewhere faster than I can actually get there. So it's never a malicious thing. It's a, I genuinely thought I was going to be able to accomplish XYZ thing in this period of time. And that was not the fucking case. And now I'm running late. Like that is how I fucking work. Okay. And so my tip is be realistic with how long things are going to get done. Maybe budget um, extra time. I heard this concept called time blindness, and apparently it's very prevalent for those with like ADD or ADHD. And I'm not diagnosing myself with anything. I don't fucking know, though. I will say I definitely relate to some of those things for sure. Um, but that's besides the point. And my friend was like, oh, I actually heard this tip. So here's a little bonus tip of if you think something is going to take 30 minutes plan for double the time if you can, or at least like 1.5 the time that you think it's going to take. So if I think something is going to take me 30 minutes, realistically, I should give myself 45 to 60 minutes just to make sure it gets done. And if you, if you've like done a task multiple times and you really know how long it takes you to get it done, I would still give yourself like that 15 minute window because again, shit comes up, stuff happens. You never know. Like maybe you get a phone call that interrupts it, or maybe this, or maybe that, you know, maybe your partner needs help with something. So you have to stop and go help them and then come back to it. It's just important to be realistic with yourself. Be realistic on how long a task is going to take you, but also how much you can actually do in a day. Because I think a big part of this, and I'm going to get into this a little bit later with other tips, is not making it too much. You don't want to create a huge burden on yourself. That's not going to be sustainable. So be realistic with yourself on how much you can get done and how long things are going to take. So if you know that grocery shopping takes you an hour, then if you get it done in 45 minutes, that's awesome. You got yourself a little extra time. Great. But if you know that it takes you an hour and then you budget 30 minutes, like that's going to fuck up your schedule, going to fuck up your day, like 10 out of 10, do not recommend. So first tip, first tip, prioritize your task. Second tip, be realistic with yourself with how much you can get done and how long things take you. Now, the next two kind of go, actually, JK, I'm going to put one up. So my next tip is spread out those tasks throughout the week if you can. Okay. So for example, maybe it's Sunday and you're like, I need to get these 10 things done this week. I need to get them done. Instead of trying to do all 10 on Sunday, maybe can you do, 
I don't know, let's say five of the things on Sunday and then spread out the rest for the next couple days, like one a day, because, you know, typically you have more times on the weekends versus not, but, or you could do, I'm going to do two things a day. And if I do two things a day, then I will get everything done and I will be less overwhelmed and I'll still have time to have a life. I think it's important. I think it's important to spread things out. So I've talked about it before, but that me app, um, which is like an organizational app. It's a planner app. You can put in different routines. One reason I really like that app is because it will give me a cleaning task or two every single day. It doesn't give me five in a day. It gives me one or two every day. And if I do one or two every single day, then I will have a cleaner house throughout the week versus if I just like try to deep clean it in a couple hours on a weekend, one, then I'm like honestly grumpy, which not, not ideal for a weekend. And I'm probably overwhelmed. And then maybe I don't get to do other shit that I need to do or want to do on the weekend. And so I think when you can spread out the tasks, that helps. And this ties into be realistic with yourself. How long are things going to take? Can you maybe do the things that take more time on the weekend and the smaller things during the week when you have work or whatever, or maybe you work during the weekend, flip it, you know, on your days off, do the larger things and then do the smaller things during the week. So you have more time like to just relax after work and stuff. That's my third tip is spread it out throughout the week. Now, the next tip kind of ties in is slowly implement new habits. If you're looking to increase your productivity, increase your time management, I think one thing you can do is slowly start to implement those new habits. Say you're someone that's like, I want to be better about cleaning. Maybe you don't like cleaning. I relate. Okay. I know we've talked about this before, but maybe you don't like cleaning. Maybe you're not good at keeping up on your work email. Maybe you're not good at XYZ thing. How can you slowly implement the new habit? So for me in my Kyle's like, you get a lot of shit done every day. And that's because I have just implemented these new habits over a course of years, genuinely years. And it's one reason why I love the 75 hard program, even though I'm not currently doing it because it helped me to implement new habits. Right? So I'm not really tracking anything right now because I'm just trying to not mentally. And that's like a whole nother episode, but I now essentially always drink a gallon of water a day because I got into the habit of drinking a gallon of water a day or every single day I start my day off with a walk with the dogs, whether it's 30 minutes or 45 or an hour or 15, I start my day walking my dogs around the block. I love starting my day, getting outside, getting them exercise, getting some movement. I drink water. I love doing that. And by doing it every single day, like you can also habit stack, right? So when I'm doing my morning walk, not only am I getting my morning sunshine, which is good for you, I'm getting daily movement, which is also good for you. I'm drinking water, which is also good for you. I'm typically listening to something, which even if it's not personal development, it's good to feed your mind. So good for you. And then like, obviously I'm making the dogs happy. It's some light exercise, all that good shit. Right. So, but it has become such a habit in my life that even when we go up north to Kyle's parents and the dogs have free reign in like a pretty big yard and we typically will take them hiking or something, I usually still start my day up there taking them for a little bit of a walk. Even though they don't really quote need the walk, like we still go do it because that's how we start our day. Like they're in a routine, I'm in a routine. And once you start to slowly implement those new habits, you will increase your productivity and your time management, in my opinion, because you have just made it a part of your every day. So if you start to every single day, you start to do one little thing um, to maybe make your house cleaner, it will 
slowly but surely become a habit. So for example, this might sound really silly, but Kyle and I would hand wash a lot of things like dish wise, like we would not use the dishwasher that much. Um, or we would run it like once a week and only put like dishes and silverware in there. And we started using it a lot more for pretty much everything except for like pots and pans and then like plastic things that can't go in there. But to be honest, we were able to put like 80% of our dishes in the dishwasher. So now we're running the dishwasher a lot more, but it saves time. It's keeping the, the kitchen cleaner because we're not having like dishes stack up and then like doing a lot of dishes in within like an hour instead of just being more on top of it. And every single day, like cleaning off XYZ thing after this meal or that meal or whatever, like it might sound really simple and basic, but doing those little things is what is going to help you be more productive and time management. Okay. So the last tip that I have for y'all today is going to embody the identity of the person you want to become. I know you've heard me talk about this before in different episodes with different concepts, but when it comes to productivity and time management, if you want to be a productive person, if you want to be someone that has good time management skills, you have to embody being that person, which means you basically have to show up as that person and act like that person would act maybe quote before you are that person. And, but here's, here's the hot take. When you show up as that person, you are that person, you become that person. So I know all the time, a lot of times we get like this imposter syndrome of who am I, or that's just not how I am. And we limit ourselves. But if you want to be better with time management and productivity, think about who like how would the version of Erica who's really productive show up today? How would the version of myself show up today if I'm going to be productive and on task and time manage? A little tip that I forgot to put in here, but bonus tip is I also honestly recommend figuring out yourself and look at when am I be- like when am I the most productive? So for example, I am a morning person. So I am better to get shit done in the morning. And then after like, after honestly, like two o'clock, I'm like, I just want to chill. I just want to relax. I don't want to do more shit. I just want to be done. Right. Especially during the weekend. Maybe it's a little different during the week, but on the weekends, I'm like, let me get shit done in the morning and like have the rest of the day. That is how I look at things. That's how I am. But if you're Maybe you're someone that one, you like to sleep in, or you're just not mentally there yet in the mornings. You take longer to wake up. You're more productive in the evenings. Then shift your schedule to maybe have more fun and chill time in the morning when you're like not really all mentally there anyways, and shift it to when am I most productive? So knowing yourself and making it a part of your identity is really, really important. So let's run through those five tips again really quick. And then I guess our bonus sixth tip. One, prioritize your tasks. Okay. Prioritize them. It's really important to figure out what it, what is it that actually needs to get done? How is it going to benefit me if I get this done versus that done? Make it a priority and be realistic. Not what you want to do, what should get done. And trust me, it helps. It really helps. Second is be realistic with yourself. Be realistic with the time. And this is me calling myself out right now. So trust me, I'm, I'm right there with y'all. I need to, I need to be realistic with myself and how long things actually take to get done. The next thing is slowly implement new habits, make it your, make it slow and sure and steady because you're more likely to be successful when you slowly add things into your routine versus like stockpiling a ton of shit at the same time. The next thing. So I guess the next tip is spread it out throughout the week, spread out your tasks. 
instead of piling it all into one day, spread it out. And then the last tip is make it a part of your identity. Show up as the person who's productive and who is good with time management. Just show up as that person and you will eventually like you will become that person. You will become that person if you continue to show up that way. That's just how it is. And then I guess the last tip is know yourself and know what is it? When do I work best? When is it best for me to try to get this stuff done? And am I a morning person? Am I an evening person? Am I a midday person? What is it that works for you? And do what works for you. Do not compare yourself to other people. It doesn't fucking matter what other people do. Like it does not matter at all. What works for you. Now it is time for a shocker card. So what did we pull this week? We pulled the clarity card, which is connected to the third eye chakra. So what the fuck does this mean? So clarity can mean a lot of things. This, this is a sign. This is a reminder that maybe you are searching for clarity in your life, that you need things to become more clear for you. So this card was pulled today because you have clarity coming. You have it coming. So maybe your third your third eye chakra is blocked. I highly recommend working with an amethyst crystal and literally placing it on your third eye. I do that. I have all my crystals on my shelf. I literally put this bad boy right here and I meditate and I lay down and I meditate and I'm like, please help me open this up. And it works. I've gotten so much clarity from doing that. So maybe sounds crazy, but 10 out of 10 recommend. So basically right now, this card is indicating that it is time for you to try to clear any blockages that you may have with your third eye chakra. It is a great time to meditate upon this um, and know that clarity can, can affect how you perceive things, how you see things. And maybe you have a situation that's frustrating you or saddening you or whatever. Maybe you just need more clarity around it. Maybe clarity of opinion, clarity of thought. Maybe you just have so much going on and you just need clarity. Think about what in your life requires clearing. Think about, are there things that maybe are confusing? So as your third eye opens, you will receive more clarity when it comes to confusing situations. Okay. So once you receive the clarity, you will feel a deeper sense of well-being in the world and a deeper sense of self. Okay. So this can also indicate that you have a very specific situation that you need clarity upon. So if that is the case, I really recommend again, meditating with that crystal and putting the crystal on your third eye chakra and just inviting the universe in. Take a deep breath, meditate upon this concept and, you know, maybe ask the universe, universe, can you please bring more clarity into my life around this situation? Guides, you know, whatever, you know, ancestors, guides, spirit guides, whatever the case may be, whatever you believe in God, you know, whatever. Just ask ask the universe, can you please clear this up for me? It can be as simple as that. So maybe this is your reminder that it is going to take some work to have things clear up for you. It may take work, but the universe is supporting you. The universe has your back and this is going to help you be at your full potential, right? So bringing it back to the episode, maybe you want to work on productivity. Maybe you want to work on time management. Maybe just ask the universe for clarity on what is the best way for me to get things done? What is the best way for me to work? What is the best way for me to show up in the universe today, tomorrow, the next day? Okay. So an affirmation is I experience life with divine 
clarity. I love that. So I wanted to share that. I know I don't always share the affirmations, but thank you guys so much for listening. I hope this episode has helped you today. I'm so grateful for you guys. As you know, every single week, you guys are the best. And I, I'm hearing of new people listening and people sharing it with their friends and their family. And so if you're a new listener, thank you so much. I so, 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 so appreciate y'all. We are on YouTube. I am on TikTok. I'm trying to get a bit more consistent on TikTok, but I'm so grateful for you guys. Please let me know if you have certain topics you want me to talk about, or if you have questions, I'd love to do like a Q and a episode if I have enough interest but I love you all so much. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you for the taking the time. It really does mean the world to me. So do not forget to stay empowered and I will see you guys next week. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I'm so grateful for each and every one of you for taking the time to be a part of our Get Empowered community. Don't forget to check the show notes for the resources I shared in today's episode. And of course, to connect with me on social. You can find all of our offers and community links at empoweredwitherica.com. I always love hearing from you. So don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe and tag me with your biggest takeaways from today's episode. Let me know what you loved and what you want to hear more about and share it with someone who you think would love it too. I cannot wait to share more with you. I'll see you next week. And don't forget to stay empowered.